is Sister Peter coming to you from the ILD, the Adventist Elder Library. And today in our book, The Marvelous Mercy, The Shocking Truth About the Mercy of God by Robert E. Henson. We are on page 35, talking about King David. Prior to the prophet Nathan coming to King David to reprove him, David was guilty of several sins, lust, adultery, murder, and attempted cover-up. David had a choice to make when confronted with his sins. He could have reacted angrily. He could have even had the prophet executed on the spot. Instead, traditional history says that David stepped down off the throne and removed his crown. He then flung himself to the ground and began to weep and repent from deep within his soul. Psalms 51 records his prayer of contrition. Two of King David's sins were capital offenses, namely murder and adultery. The law called for execution for the guilty. There was no provision in the Mosaic law for atonement for either of those types of transgressions. Observe the lament of King David recorded in Psalms 51:16. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. David apparently inquired what sacrifices a guilty person could make to atone for adultery and murder. He was informed that there were not any. When there were no acceptable and efficacious sacrifice available, King David took the only hopeful action left. He pleaded for God's mercy. When there wasn't any provision in the law, and when there was no means of atonement, David pleaded with God for mercy, and the prophet declared in 2 Samuel 12, 13, O Lord, O the Lord, the Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. Human imperfections. The devil sometimes hammers people, forcing them to think that God is going to cut them off because of their imperfections. Please note that my reference here regards imperfections, not hypocrisy. There is a vast difference between the two. Hypocrisy involves insincerity. God will not overlook that. There are times in each Christian's life when, though we reach for the top run of the ladder of consecration and devotion, we come short of the mark. The devil enjoys coming alongside of us at such times. He volunteers to review our spiritual report card with us. He relishes rubbing our deficits and failures in our faith deficiencies. However, there is mercy in the house of mercy. There is mercy in the house of mercy. Sometimes a low grade on the test causes us to have a, to take the test again. Thankfully, though, God is there to welcome us back. Mercy, 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 mercy. Don't ever forget that it was Jesus who taught us to forgive our brother or sister no less than 490 times, even for the same offense and even within the same day. Somebody made the observation that if you are really forgiving, you don't keep track of the number of times you have granted forgiveness. We've all come short of the glory of God, but I don't remember committing a foul 490 times in one day, especially the same foul. Friend, if God requires you and I to forgive so freely and repeatedly, rest assured that he will do the same and so much more. The devil sometimes suggests to believers to quit asking for mercy. Do you know why? It is because he knows that as long as you and I keep asking for mercy, God's going to keep giving it. And that's on page 37, and we'll talk about Queen Esther tomorrow. But first, I'd like to say my my daughter Melissa and I, we've been watching some things um, on just in the evening. We watch different things, and we watched uh, last night about a pearl and how it's formed. It's formed out of imperfections. And 
you know, the Bible tells us that in heaven, the golden city is going to have gates of pearl. Going to have gates of pearl. So that's a lot of suffering. And, you know, Jesus did suffer. The apostles did suffer. And sometimes we suffer. Our grief is a form of suffering. Behind me, the ones that can see me on the audio, I mean on the visual, um, can see a, a blanket I had made of a of my husband is pretty faint because I wasn't intending to show that but um, you know God's mercy and grace God is merciful and, and gracious to us time and time again that we cannot run out of the mercy of God um, the Imperials have a song I can't think of That's the name of it. No sort, no, no shortage, and that is a good song, and that is so true. That God is so good to us. You know, the pearl of great price. You know, that's what the truth is. Buy the truth and sell it not. Buy the truth. I mean, get a hold of it. Get it down in in your heart. And even though I have lost my husband, I think that's what I'm starting to say. Even though my husband has been gone almost two years on Saturday, September the 2nd. It will be two years since he's been gone. But, you know, that saying, gone but not for, never forgotten, it's so true. He is not forgotten. He is very much a part of my life still. I'm reading through some of his journals. Um, I can't read his writing on some things. I cannot. And I don't even mean cursive. Some of his printing I can't read because he writes so fast. But I'm the same way when I write. I'm, that's the truth. But I'm, I'm thinking, though, if I look at it long enough, pretty soon I'll understand that language. I'll be able to understand that his writing and be able to get more out of it. But some things I can't. Some things he did write good. And, um, of course, we got a lot of type things of his. I'm still working on his book. In fact, I haven't even really started typing the book. I got an outline going and um, just there's so so much more and of course when when he first died I used to type every day and um, and then that computerized typing all went out and so I lost all that I lost all that Um, but um, if I'm supposed to have it it'll come back I said one of these days I'm going to plug it back in and it's going to start right back up because we took it in to the shop and they couldn't do anything I had to end up buying a new, new computer but you never know if I'm supposed to have it, I'll get it. And if not, God can bring it back to my memory in other ways. Um, if I thought of it once, I can think of it again. But anyway, that's what our job is, is point others to the cross, no matter what we do. If it's our writings and our songs, in our day-to-day um, interaction with other people, in our hobbies and crafts and occupations, whatever we do, do it all as unto the Lord, all for the glory of God our hands, our feet, our mouthpiece for His marvelous mercy. His marvelous mercy. We don't deserve it. None of us. None of us deserve His mercy. We are but just dust of the ground that He created. And yet, He chose to put His Spirit within us. He chose to make us vessels of honor and not dishonor. We are important to God and He loves each one of us. His mercy. Amen. You have a great day. God love you. Bye-bye. I love you too. Bye-bye.